Well, hey, welcome to the For Jesus podcast. My name is Luke Simmons. I'm one of the pastors at Redemption Church Gateway, and I am here today with Alessi DeBartolo. Hi, Alessi. Hey, hey. And Joshua Reese. Yeah, I'm feeling amazing today. Amazing Did today. Did he ask Amazing. You? No, I was just letting <laughs> you know. <laughs> and we have someone else, a guest that has stumbled into the studio today, Mr. Josh Watts. Woo-hoo! Mr. Josh Watts yeah. stumbled in. We got a round. Oh. Is this the first round of applause? Yeah. I, I guess we're it. clapping. I guess. Well, yes. You have to clap when you say what. It's just yeah. the way. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. It's okay. the what. Slow yeah. clap. That's what we do. <laughs> so what? Welcome to the Four Jesus Good podcast, to be here. buddy. My first podcast ever. Really? Man. Wow. Long time listener, first time caller. Short time listener, short time caller. <laughs> Sporadic listener and one time yeah. guest. Yeah. So for those of you uh, new to the show, maybe you actually don't even know who Josh Watt is. He was on staff here for a long time. So How sad. long did you work here? Seven years. Wow. Seven years. We're part Seven of the church years. before that. Yeah. Holy and number. now uh, you are off to North Phoenix. You, you made the long drive down and you're planting a new congregation up there, Redemption North Mountain. Yes, I am. Cool. Well, we're going to talk about that. But before we do, we all actually, uh, Josh was part of this as well. We had a really cool experience the last kind of end of last week, which was, was amazing. Staff camp. Staff <laughs> camp. First was, annual staff camp. First you think annual. it'll be annual? I think so. It, it was, was that good. It oh. was really great. It was fantastic. Yeah. So Robin Howie, who's on staff here, she does a lot of the coordination for the, the student camps. And mm-hmm. so she had actually gotten reached out to by Prescott Pines, where we do our middle school camp. And, you know, they've been bleeding cash because lots of groups have had to cancel events mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so they reached out and said, hey, would you guys want to do any kind of other events here? And Robin came to me and said, it'd be so fun to do like a staff retreat. And I said, yeah, that would be fun. And then she said, well, what if we made it like camp? And we did it kind of like the students do camp. And so that's sort of what it was. And it was really, really fun. It yeah, when, fun. She, when she said it, I was like, I don't know. There's adults here that wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. Yeah. Um, but the way it was done was just so great. It was a kind of, we have a lot of new people on staff. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of like just moving parts. And then it was just good to get together and go do things. And the way that she did it was a lot of surprises. So she... She divvied out all the work to people and kept us all quiet. So about what we were doing. So it was really fun. Yeah. Well, I I know for me, it was uh, pretty surreal at different points because I think we Mm -hmm. had 37 or 38 people there. Um, So that includes part-time people, you know, people, some who only work a handful of hours a week Mm -hmm. uh, and full-time people. Uh, One person who's actually a volunteer, but he serves so much. It's like Mm -hmm. he's on our staff Mm -hmm. and really everyone was able to come, which was, I mean, I couldn't believe that happened, but but it's just wild to me when I think about, I remember in the days like uh, Josh, like you're in right now where, you know, it's you and a team of other people helping you, but there's not a a lot of staff. Right. And so to kind of be able to remember that being not that long ago and then look at this huge group of people that, that by itself was, was pretty cool. But I'm curious for, for you guys, any kind of big takeaways from camp, any things that especially encouraged you? Um, I think it was really sweet. Uh, so we had a couple, uh, um, Margaret and Gary, what is their last name? Thank you. Mays. Um, come and speak to us kind of during evening sessions. So again, it was like a student camp. So it was great. Um, we had, um, sessions and, and just the way they talked about Jesus and, um, experiencing him and being in his presence and listening to him and the power of words. And, um, it just was super powerful, um, to me, um, and super sweet. Um, and I, what I loved is, uh, that we were goofy and we had fun and there were all these like fun, different activities that we were doing kind of during the day, but kind of at night it was like, okay, here's, you know, here's some sacred 
sweet, um, spiritual things that we mm. can learn from and grow from and, and be together and sing together and just being with like-minded believers. And it just was powerful. That was great. What about you, Reese? Yeah. Um, my biggest takeaway was that I <clears throat> beat Watt in spades <laughs> oh. and spike ball. So oh. we used to be teammates when we were unstoppable, but now we've separated. We found out who was better. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, wow. But no, that's not Sorry, my greatest what? takeaway. Um, there was two, I think really kind of serious things for, that were great for me was just the, um, the kind of the premise of the whole week, uh, that Gary, uh, and Margaret brought mm. was, um, what, you know, how are you in Jesus? Like, how do you yeah. guys, mm. how do you do that? And yeah. When you're doing ministry, it's so fast, it seems like, and it gets, and then when you've been doing it for a long time, um, you tend a lot to other people and, mm-hmm. and, and not as much to yourself. Mm-hmm. And it just, uh, was a great, just it, the fact that it was camp was funny. Cause it was like, <laughs> yeah, it just reminded us that we're not awesome in mm-hmm. a good, in a good way. Um, yeah, we're not above being blessed yeah. by a camp experience. Yeah, and it was so good. <laughs> and then the second part was really just um, looking around on staff. There was nobody there that I was like, I wish they weren't here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you guys don't think like that. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was that like didn't cross my mind, but <laughs> but I can see that. I just everyone there, I I deeply loved. Like I was mm-hmm. like, man, I love them, and I'm glad that I get to do ministry with them. It's kind mm. of really cool. Yeah. Sweet. That That's was great. like my favorite part besides beating Guat. Beating Guat. Yeah. It, it was so cool. The, <laughs> the combination of fun and then just for me, I mean, I just, there were a few moments where I just really felt ministered to by Jesus mm. and, um, mm. reminded of his grace and his provision. And, um, you know, actually even for me, there was one particular time where a lot of emotion came out of me that I think has been kind of building up over these last months. Mm-hmm. And it just, to, to be able to be honest before the Lord like that and, and sense his touch and his presence was, was really cool. So mm-hmm. what I'm curious for you, and this kind of transitions yeah. into our hmm. church planning conversation, but you know, if, I don't know, whenever I said, Hey, why don't you and, and Chandler Cruz, who's right. leading worship for you, why don't you guys come and join us? And I think a lot of that was me just feeling like, you know, these guys are really on their own and maybe it would be cool for them to, you yeah. know, feel a sense of community. What was it like, you know, being with these people, a lot of whom you knew, but kind of, uh, in a different place now. You've hired some new people, so I don't know everybody, but, uh, my favorite part was seeing Robin Howie in her element. Like that's her deal. She's keeping staff culture fun and she's getting to put on a camp, which I asked her her dream job one time and she said, I'd love to be a camp coordinator. So she's just <laughs> in her element. Well, so seeing that spades is always a good time, especially late night spades. Cause I don't get that normally. And then similar to you, I didn't have a super emotional meeting with the Lord, but I feel like he met me in a significant way and just kind mm-hmm. of gave me perspective on my current season, which like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm leaving a staff, which is awesome. Uh, even Reese, uh, I love all these people here and I miss them. And yet God called me to do something new, which has a lot of positive, but also has loss. And God just kind of met me and said, Hey, you're in a season of, uh, home is kind of in transition, just whatever mm-hmm. home is for you. Uh, you haven't landed. And I know we're never at home until we're with the Lord, but we're in this season as a family, as a church plant, as mm-hmm. you know, just a person, as a man, like home is still kind of getting figured out. And mm-hmm. I feel like God met me and just told me, Hey, that's where you're at. And I'm with you through it. So mm-hmm. that I had spiritual sweet moments with Jesus and I had spades. So it was just everything <laughs> you want out of a camp. So it was great. I feel like every time that I get to see you again, I feel like 
Elf when he's first missing his dad. He's like, uh, I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> uh, so it was good for me uh, just to see you uh, and Chandler too. So oh, that's we, we miss you guys uh, a lot already, but it was Aww. it was good. It also felt for the first time for me like you were a different church, like a different, I like know. you were North Mountain. So uh, you're getting closer to home, I think. So I'm good. Yeah. So we announced that you were planting the church, I think maybe in January, February, um, pre COVID, then all oh. the COVID stuff happened and all the, all the versions of goodbye got interrupted. And, you know, we had well, a little we still bit had of 15. I was going to say, you had a lot. <laughs> I was so like, are you kidding me? Another <laughs> goodbye. So we did that all spring and then you were back in August and preached and we had a baby shower for you. Yeah. People yeah. just gave crazy amounts of money. Yep. And so mm-hmm. this conversation really is to kind of go, Hey, what's the latest? How's it going? Um, you know, where, where are we at? And especially as we're sitting here today, this yeah. Sunday, you, you, you just told me as you came in, you said, yeah, I was over at this other coffee shop preparing a sermon. And it was like, wow, you get to prepare a sermon because you've got a first preview service this Sunday. Yeah. So first preview service. So, you know, I always bring up the story, Lori Rabideau at the members meeting, when I announced we were going to do this, she kind of raised her hand at the end and said, oh, you have a question. So how do you plan a church? <laughs> and I said, and I've been trying to figure that out. Ever yeah. Since. So I don't know if I have a great answer, but I asked Luke, I asked the other redemption guys who were planning and they basically, you have this like launch team phase where you're training and kind of creating a culture. And that's what we've been doing. So it's kind of gone in these cycles of two weeks of training, prayer, talking about what a church plan is supposed to be about and then cap it off with dinner and a prayer and worship night. So we've done that three cycles of that on Sunday afternoons at four 30 and those came to an end last night. And we start this Sunday with our first preview service, which is basically like spring training for churches. It's, you know, you got your real pitchers in there, your real hitters, everybody's in their real positions, but it's not real season yet. So we're going to do three of those every other week starting this Sunday. And that's where we're at. And then, crazy. And then grand opening will be January 10th. January 10th, 2021, Lord willing. I mean, yeah. we'll see. That's pretty That's cool great. just because it's January 10th and you're the 10th congregation. Yep. Mm. And January 10th is the 10th anniversary of right. redemption. Oh, oh wow. wow. So it's like just 10 times. Triple ton, you know, hitter. Like that. Yeah, kind so of amazing. Special. Yeah, pretty special. Yeah, yes. so that'll be very cool. So um, give us kind of the facts and figures, and then we want to like just hear more about kind of how it's really going. So in terms of like where, where are you meeting, yeah, yeah. when... What's that stuff look like? So those of you in the North, North Mountain area, the 51 and Cactus, it's kind of Alessi's old neighborhood, actually. Uh, we love it. We bought a house right there. Um, but we're meeting at a little private school because all the schools in that area have actually kicked out churches. So it's a good thing we didn't get into a public school because we'd be hosed. Yeah, mostly this. out of COVID concerns. Yes, that's the only reason. So yeah. there, a few of my pastor friends in the area are looking for other places because schools have kicked people out. But we have a private school called PB Christian Prep. It's at 24th Street and Cactus. And, and we, Alessi went there. Alessi I went did. there. When did you go there? <laughs> Preschool till eighth grade. Don't you have lots of ties there I, to your dad as well? Well, yeah. 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 So yeah, I went there. That's an interesting It's like where I graduated other, from 2008. Any other well-known you don't, celebrities that have so gone know. to PV oh, Christian? Oh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Katy Perry what? went to PV Christian. Mm-hmm. I want to go there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't. So she only went the, for a few months. Was she ever on the stage that I'll be preaching from? No, but I was. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sacred ground. I sing bell. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> That's hilarious. Katy Perry. Wow. Pretty sweet. How about that? So yeah. PV Christian... Prep. 24th Street and Cactus. We okay. meet Sunday afternoons. We'd like a Sunday morning, but another church is using it in the morning. A Spanish congregation from the area. So we're going to meet Sundays at 4 p.m. 
And if we have to add a second service at some point, it'll be four and five thirty. But yeah, for now, Sunday at four, January tenth, public launch of Redemption North Mountain. So, would you like a bunch of Gateway people to come up to these preview services, or would you prefer that Ooh. they stay away? Yeah, Albert's asking. Um, if you have a lot of kids. <laughs> Uh, I'd like people to come, but just know we're figuring out. And if you bombard us with 400 gateway kids, we're going to, you know, <laughs> um, so yes, I want people, if you don't have kids and it's great, yeah. you come, it's a piece of cake. Although we only have, I think 200 seats. So we're at 60, 70 people with our launch team. So yeah, oh, we'll, we'll let you guys decide. Reese is invited <laughs> to anything because he yeah, has I already took all yeah. the days off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's interesting. I my hope. What? Would how be, did you do it with East Valley? Do you remember? Did you say, um, hey, stay yeah, away? Yeah, so we did three preview services. Um, what do you call you them? Looky loose. Just uh, people kind of check it out. Well, and, I call them well wishers. Yeah, which yeah. Is, you know, a little kinder than looky loose. So I'm gonna go with looky loose. Yeah, I mean. You know, I would, and I don't say this in any kind of false humility. I was not nearly as as well known and loved as as you are. Um, <laughs> you know, I had a much smaller role, much less visible when I planted out at East yeah. Valley Bible. So, um, the odds that people wanted to come sort totally. of check it out was was less. Um, but we had, I mean, we had a good number of of well wishers, uh, mostly on, at the grand opening. Yeah, you know, and so we had a, a very pretty big number that day. Um, and then it naturally sort of goes down. I mean, right. the, the challenge just in general in church planning is a lot of times churches will open and they'll, you know, drop by 50% the next week because oh. all the family and friends and everybody right. came. And so I tend to encourage people not to go the first time, mm. you know, to gum, Interesting. You, know, you know, to go the go to weeks two and three of the preview services yeah. instead of week one, you know, go to week two or three of the church rather than the grand opening day. Mm. Obviously there's some of us that just can't stay away right. because we just love you so much. And right. We want to be there. So, so that'll happen. But I think what would be really cool is if people from gateway who know people in that area yeah. said, Hey, why don't you yeah. come with me mm -hmm. to this new church yeah. and, and maybe brought yeah. people and told people about it. So I think that would be great. Yeah. And so if people want to find out more just about everything you're doing, it's uh, nm, like North Mountain, dot redemptionaz.com. Yep. We're the first to abbreviate because it was the longest name out of all the <laughs> congregations. So nm, dot redemptionaz.com. New so. Mexico. New Mexico Redemption. <laughs> redemption We're out of state, baby. Dot com. Cool. All right. So that's kind of facts and figures. Tell us, um, tell us about your group. Like you have this launch team. Uh, tell us the makeup of it. Who's in there? W what have you been noticing and seeing there? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, leaving Gateway, just long story short, I didn't think anybody would come with me. And I don't know, seven families moved, right. which is insane. The best story is Bryce Hill uh, called me one night and said, hey, man, I want to come over. And it was the night before Arizona shut down, like severe lockdown in the spring. And he basically was saying, uh, this feels really weird, but we've been praying for this long time and we're just going to sell our house and move. And it was like oh. just this sweet, like, because wow. Aubrey and Brittany are super close. I love Bryce. They're obviously super talented, but we've got some gateway kind of contingencies. So that's probably the bulk of it. And then how, we've got, how many people are part of this launch team about right now? Probably about 50 to 60 come on a Sunday. There's adults. Yeah. Okay. But there's still people from other congregations and even gateway that are because of COVID aren't really getting out and doing anything in public. So there's probably 20 people that don't oh, wow. interact in person okay. that are part of 
the launch team yeah. vicariously. So we've done. I didn't Zoom. have to di- deal with that dynamic when I. Yeah. <laughs> Holy really smokes. Um, so 50, 50, 60 yeah. people in person, another, you know, 15, 20. Yeah. So a lot of Arcadia people come over. It's a lot of younger families, a lot of young singles, some college folks from GCU and other colleges in the area. Um, it's nice. It's just very diverse. Uh, it's tens younger though. So, mm which is kind of one of my prayers because as I met with pastors out in the area, it's a lot of older churches, which mm. are great. You want that, but you also need sort of the whole church to be able to reach the whole community. And mm. I just see a need for churches that can attract the younger generation. So, mm. um, and we already started that with our launch team. So that's pretty cool. Um, as far as uh, we got four RCs going, which is fun. Wow. We had a little RC, you know, ministry going Four different families have opened up their homes and wow. that's been going. We started a pre-marriage I call it a collective uh, out of uh, Jack and Trisha DeBartle's house because we got a bunch of couples that are either engaged or about to be engaged. So they're going to take over that ministry. So we've got. I think the about to be engaged, but going through the (laughs) premarital class is like really gutsy. Like I I wouldn't have that kind of courage to go, honey, I'm not ready to propose to you yet, but would you like to join me for this premarital class? They're engaged elect. Yeah. Engage. <laughs> well, the people in the class are actually engaged, but there's a, a bunch okay. of people in the church that are Some about to Some say it's to better, be actually. Oh, engaged. do you want to break any news here today? Who's about to be engaged? Uh-huh, no, don't, 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 don't do it. <laughs> it's uh, trending that direction. I've heard that's a new trend is that, like being going through premarital before you even yeah. think of engagement. Like Aubrey that. actually really wants to question. Yeah. If you think about it. Because yeah. once you're engaged, it's really hard to be like, I mean, it's a big thing to not be, yeah. to not mm. get married. Mm. So. I think it's great. You know, idea. it's funny when you say that because Molly and I, when we were dating, we, it wasn't a pre marriage class, but there was a little church we went to for maybe a semester and they did a, a five love languages class mm. and we went through it and we were the only dating couple <laughs> in it. You just call it pre engagement uh, counseling. Okay. <laughs> That's what <laughs> you call it. Well, me and Aubrey have done Do that it. because a couple asked us, hey, we'd like to yeah. just pick your brain before we get more serious. Yeah. So. Wow. That's great. Well, that's smart. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Never mind. I retract my <laughs> critique. So, okay. Yeah, that's been good. We got a men's Bible study going and then, uh, the men are very spiritual and the women have a happy hour. So they eat and drink. <laughs> Sounds like my, that's my the collection sponsor. of men. <laughs> so if you're a lady, you really love the church. If you're a guy, you're going to dive into the Bible Friday mornings with us. So it's <laughs> yeah, uh, good times. That's so it feels awesome. good. It feels like, if COVID made Sunday gatherings impossible again, mm. ministries are running and people mm. are being ministered to and mm. in community and learning and growing together. So yeah. that was kind of one of my prayers in this is I can't rely on Sunday gathering for obvious reasons. Mm. So, yeah. So I was there a number of weeks ago. You yeah. invited me to come and, yeah, yeah. and talk to the launch team. And one of the things I said to the launch team was, you know, we're not planting a pastor. Mm. We're planting a congregation. Mm. Right. Um, this is not the Josh Watt show relocated to North Phoenix. This is a new family of believers. Mm. And so as you think about that congregation, right, obviously you have plans of here's what you'd like yeah. to see the church like, but to some degree it's going to look like the people who are part of it. Right. Um, so as you look at that group, what are some of the things that just really excite you about um, how that might shape and, and guide this church? So different than Gateway, not to compare. No, it's fine. Say what's better. but So what's better is just <laughs> <laughs> what's different, uniquely different, and like you can see the contrast is the it's a tight community, not in mm. terms of like relationships, but g- just geographically. Everything's close. Even our four RCs are within a mile and a half of each other. Wow. So 
Yeah. It just feels more That's really different. Yeah, yeah. Mile and a half from here, you're like still in a field. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. This is a really big field. So it feels like we're at our local coffee shop. We see people all the time. I drive, I'm, me and Aubrey go on walks on Monday morning and people honk and wave. And <laughs> my wow. good buddy is the fire captain of the fire station right there. And he, honk. it just feels like mm, whatever little small town, small town feel mm-hmm. is, it feels like that already. And I think like Bryce Hill rides his bike to the church service. Like mm. nobody oh. rides their bike to get away. <laughs> Unless you're family. Patrick Buck. I mean, <laughs> Does he strap his family to the bike? No, or he, they all ride. He brings <laughs> the kids later. <laughs> but, but just that, when I saw that, I'm like, wow, that's. <laughs> That's cool. cool. That's unique. That is it's, cool. It is a tight knit. So that, um, and just a lot of people that are young in their faith, but passionate. Mm. Um, and I just get excited about that. I mean, when my send off message to gateway, I gave a shout out to young developing leaders. Like there's a lot of work involved with that, but it's just a lot of the upside far outweighs whatever sort of bumps in the road you mm. experience with 20 somethings and 30 somethings. It's so we just get to be in that journey with people that are taken on ministry you know our leadership team has a few like pretty young folks 22 years old 21 leading various ministries so it is what it is I tend to enjoy that because you know I got a shot here at a young age and Mm -hmm. I just think ministry stays lively when you let younger people in the game early on so I'm excited about that and I'm excited for the family ministry honestly with all the like early marriages and -and up-and-coming marriages like we get to put a imprint on the home mm. right out of the gate as a church, which is sweet. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I loved just being with that group and especially in a year where everybody just culturally and even in a lot of church world has been just focused on division and contention. And mm. what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And lots of arguments and lots of discussions right. and debates. It was just so refreshing to be <laughs> with a group of people that are just like, we just want people to meet Jesus. We mm. want to get this thing going. We want to use our gifts. It yeah. just yeah. felt like all this just, positive mission focused mentality and it just was like oh man that's life-giving yeah well one guy's dating a gal that joined the launch team so he kind of vicariously through her has joined and he says i think god brought me to her to bring me to this community yeah that church that night you you would ask people as part of your training exercise hey what's the best church you've ever been part of your best church experience and and he i was sitting at his table and he said well this i was like this isn't a church i was like wow i mean that but that's just really really cool and i was like you're going to be disappointed in a couple months (laughs) when it's totally different (laughs) but but no like yeah i mean that's that's really sweet yeah like that's guy i didn't know that's not my planning that's not my foresight that's just god doing what he does mm. and yeah. his sovereignty at play. So, wow. Yeah. What has been hard uh, or well, harder than you thought? Leaving my peers mm. and then having to reestablish with new peers has been interesting. I mm. feel like the image I was used as the office and Alessi's favorite show. So she'll love this uh, <laughs> uh, Packer, the traveling salesman. I feel like Packer now, like the guy who is comes just, in and uh, makes dirty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very inappropriate. Shouldn't be, should be fired by any measurement. No, okay. Not in that way. Okay. Just like the office is a sweet community. And then you got this traveling maverick guy who pops in from time to time. I just feel out kind of on an Island after leaving such a great, I mean, staff camp was what, 40 people, just, just a great culture. Mm. So that's been harder. Just the sort of I don't know, loneliness seems too strong of a word, but I feel like a maverick kind mm. of just out doing mm-hmm. ministry without the people I've done ministry for, mm. for so long. COVID obviously has its things. Uh, our boys school transition has been hard mostly mm. because of COVID. And that just breaks my heart. Cause they're like the greatest kids in the world. They're the 
coolest, most social, like mm. easygoing, easy to connect with kids. And this world has made it hard for them to even connect, which just goes to show you like it's a brutal season right now. Yeah, um, they're they're back online now or about to be Monday. Yeah. So the twenty third our school district is so shut down. Pray for Aubrey. That should be a pray hashtag. For Aubrey, pray yeah. for Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that the family and then kind of just the home thing, just figuring out, you know, what's home now. Like yeah. I, it's a move that I know God's in and I know that we're in the right spot. It just yeah. just takes time for stuff to feel like home. And in COVID when everything is kind of less hospitable than it yeah. normally is, it's just mm. gonna take time. So that's been harder. Mm. But uh, the church is honestly the sweet spot in all this, just because, like you said, the energy and the passion and people are just like leaning in, wanting God to speak and move and they want to be a part of what he's doing. So the church is like far out exceeded my expectations. It's Mm. just life in general is Mm. harder to kind of transition from one home that we spent all this time building to a new home. So, Well, Alessi, you were up there on Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Your parents were part of the launch team. And as Josh said, that's, you know, old neighborhood and old stage and old school (laughs) and you're kind of stopping grounds. But you were there. Any things that you felt like stood out to you through that just your time up there? Yeah. I I just think it's, it's been super sweet to see. It feels a, I feel like a poser when I'm there because it feels a little like, Oh, this is so, um, it's a special community of people. Um, and they are, they're so hungry, um, for Jesus and for, um, diving into the community. And, um, it's just a, it's a, it felt very intimate, um, Mm. to be there and to witness that and to see that. Um, and it's sweet. Like it's totally, it's so Jesus, like Mm. he's so a part of this and in this. And, um, yeah, I think it's really, it was really sweet to get a glimpse of what the Lord's doing through North Mountain already. That's beautiful. So one of the things we talk about a lot in ministry is that we always say for now, you know, we're going to do this for now. You know, our beliefs aren't for now. We, you know, we believe that (laughs) for now, forever. (laughs) Um, But the way we do stuff, our methodology changes. I'm curious if there's been anything that already you've gone up, here was my plan. Here was my thing. Here's what I thought we'd do. And I'm not doing that that way anymore. I'm shifting that. We're going to make new plans. Any, any things already that you've changed? Well, yeah, like I planned on just meeting out of our house and then the people kept signing up, had a bunch of kids. I'm like, there's no way Aubrey's going to divorce me if I let 20 kids in our house every Sunday. So that shifted pretty quickly to where, okay, I wanted to find a building way quicker than I expected. Um, the marriage ministry stuff is kind of, I didn't plan on like, you know, I'm going to go plant a church and re- marriage ministry is going to be a big deal, but it's become uh, a needed thing pretty quickly. So just the need for ministry there, but. Not a ton. I mean, I I think I'm pretty flexible just knowing the stage that the world's in and church planning is flexible. So I haven't had any sort of like definitive things I've wanted that haven't been able to happen yet. So, and I just feel like you've done a good job training and Mm -hmm. the whole for now thing is like so in in me that it's hard to you know, do ministry without that always in the back of my mind. So, well, one of the things I, I know from planning a church and from coaching other church planners is a lot of times people come and the reason they want to be part of it is because this will finally be the perfect church that <laughs> meets all the needs that right. they've never had met before. Yikes. Or they had a great experience at a past thing. And it's like, that. here's a chance to recreate their past yeah. awesome experience. And so a lot of times people come pretty loaded with a lot of expectations. Oh, yeah. And I remember early on us feeling like, you know, we just want to do a few things really well right. and then add some things. Um, and so there were plenty of things early on that we just said, hey, we're just not going to have that. 
right now. Right. I mean, never, but for now, we're, mm-hmm. we're not going to have that. What are some things like that, that like you're not quite ready to do? You're not quite ready to promise um, yeah. anything that you feel like, oh, this will come down the line, but just not yet. Yeah. So this breaks my heart because this was my past, but youth ministry, student ministry. I mean, we have one high school kid on the launch team um, and the rest are like fifth grade and below. So youth ministry, I'm the youth guy and I don't have a youth ministry. So that seems weird, but that's just mm. where God has us. Um, I think with worship and production, Chandler's done a good job of kind of scaling it back. I mean, I, I kind of asked him, are we going to have a drummer on this day? And, you know, he wants to live within the means that God has given us. So mm. worship and production will fit our stage of life. We're not going to try to be bigger than we are. Um, uh, but yeah, sort of classes. I don't have a huge appetite for Bible classes and cause that's just, I want to do Sundays. Well, I want to have good community. I want to have some outreach opportunities and then I want to see what we need, you know, mm-hmm. as we look down the road. But for now, like, I don't think Bible classes are what we need. We need people just are craving attention and intimacy and relationship. And the church can offer that through RCs. So we're going to pour yeah. into RCs and pour into Sunday gatherings and see what God does from there. So we also have a surge table going, which is fun. I haven't led surge in a while. So, so surge cool. is kind of a leadership development yeah. and kind of, which uh, I believe you're on the board of one of the, I am. You know, look, I'm one well of the founders done. actually. <laughs> are you? Oh. Yeah. Cause really it was honestly in your same stage is um, it was our church and Praxis, which is now redemption Tempe and Missio day. And mm-hmm. then East Valley Bible, we were all kind of in a place where we went, we got to train leaders. What if we did it together? Mm-hmm. And so that's how the search school started was just all of us having this need to kind of give yeah. some theological framework and backbone right. to our leaders. And I think that actually kind of paved the way for redemption happening. We worked well together on that yeah. project and went, well, gosh, what if we did more together? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of how that came about. So, yeah. so that that's a big thing important is the leaders and kind of giving them a framework for redemption's theological lane yeah. is, is a big emphasis for me right now. So, yeah. So that's a lot of church stuff. <laughs> you start, you start it because of mission, yeah. right? You want to see people meet Christ. Totally. And so, um, give us a sense. I mean, you kind of put on your missionary lenses, yeah, yeah. you're in this new community. So you probably see it in some fresh ways, right? You mm-hmm. talked about how things are closer and tighter knit. Yeah. Um, but as you kind of try to reach people in that community what are you noticing there um it's not as conservative as gateway area politically politically so just politically it feels way different already um it feels like a i don't know who used this maybe it was jack but it feels like a quilt it feels like there's squares these like squares of diversity so it's Mm. not like woven together diversity but it's like little square miles of Mm. this neighborhood feels this way as soon as you leave this neighborhood you're in this sort of neighborhood and it's vastly different so what that means for mission is i want to look like the quilt that's out there but that's gonna mean we have to really impact these different communities which are far different so um it's 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 a heavy assemblies of god influence Mm. and i think we're the only reformed church in that general area so That'll be interesting. Just people's experience with church, if they've dabbled at all in that area, will be through a more charismatic lens and what okay. redemption brings to the table. So we've got a lot of LDS folks out here. Yeah. What's that like up there? I, I think I've seen one Mormon. I have a neighbor that's Mormon. Okay. She's married to a Baptist guy, which is interesting. Okay. Um, but that's the only Mormon I've interacted with face to face out there. And I've only seen one Mormon church out there, but they're out there. I mean, sure. They're everywhere. You know? Yeah. Um, but that's, 
it's assemblies of God in that sort of vein. Church of God is another denomination, which is like a sort of an assemblies of God feel. That's kind of the theological waters that are out there. So, okay. And the churches are smaller just in general, like East Valley, I feel like has just big, good, healthy churches all over. The biggest church is Dream City, which is like the Assemblies of God flagship. I don't know if you played on the stage there yep, ever. I did. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's a monster church out yeah. there. Old but everything else assembly. is a couple hundred people or, you know, 50. I met with one pastor. His church is 40. You know, it's a Mennonite church. So okay. just smaller churches, hmm. which is neither here nor there, but it's just a cultural difference. So yeah. Yeah. just learning that. A few Baptists for you, Reese, so they don't call me back, though, so I don't know what that, <laughs> that's about. Making me mad. You got to bring them food. <laughs> you got to bring them food. Yeah, it's, speaking of just the other churches, it's been really cool to hear about, and I know a few of the leaders up there, just how warmly you've been embraced there. Yeah. Mm. You know, there is not a sense that you've come right as a competitor. No, no. Which is, which is really cool, because, I mean, redemption has some name kind of recognition, and I could see some people feeling threatened potentially right. by that, but to see that kingdom mindedness right. is, uh, is really cool. I mean, I, I like to say, you know, we're not really as the church competing against each other. We're competing against brunch, right? We're competing against NFL games. Mm. We're Rest competing coffee, against coffee. Your dog. Yeah. Mm. We're competing against going to the lake or the mountains or a hike. Yeah. You know, that's really what we're competing against. Yeah. And so to see other churches recognize that yeah. and have you preach and have you be there, right. mm. that's really cool. And I'm having another send off. So oh, really? <laughs> Desert Springs Bible, Sweet. January Aww. 17th, they're going to commission us. And you're like, I'm really good at send offs. Yeah. So if you want to like, send <laughs> me really the last send off I did, <laughs> it's kind of my sweet spot. It's my spiritual gift, receiving adoration and affirmation and money from others. So, that's well, but funny. that's cool because you'd expect that from here. Yeah. But another church that's going to support yeah. you financially totally. and, and send you off and pray for you, that's wow. really cool. Yeah. So, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And then another guy, SBC, Scottsdale Bible, which is a big church. I was yeah. talking to a pastor and he was talking about partnering for Christmas Eve. So, Aww. yeah, it's just been. People play well, really well out there, and they want more Jesus-loving churches. So that's uh, awesome. It yeah. feels like God's in this through through all of it. So, so when is Reese going to get to come and either be a guest worship leader or a guest Ooh. preacher? Give me a date. That's <laughs> January tenth. January tenth. <10th laughs> oh man! We'll let him be a guest usher first, and then there you go. Let him work, work his, his way, way up. up. Yeah, I could do that. Start at the bottom. I actually thought of you. I'm like, I should call Reese and have him be here just to be running around and fixing any problems that pop up because that's kind of your sweet spot. Yeah, that is my sweet spot. Thank you. That, yeah. That's a really good compliment. I appreciate Aww. it. So the you love. Are, the which, love. Which would you rather do as a guest? Yeah. Reese, would you rather uh, rather preach or rather lead worship? I hear you're a really good preacher. I just met with uh, Austin and he was saying your preaching is oh, really? great. It's because I've been using curriculum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Putting you on the spot here. Yeah, well... It's that's like you want to who do, do you, Jesus or the Holy Spirit? Like who do you like better? You know, um, <laughs> that's interesting. So I, I think for the first, I would so probably, preach I would like probably Jesus sing. and lead worship like the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would probably. We'll have to prefer to sing to first. <laughs> I'd probably prefer to sing first. Really? Yeah, lead worship. Cool. Yeah, we'll put you on the calendar. Yeah. Very cool. Super so, Bowl Sunday. So two people will be there. Yeah, because it's Sunday. I'll do both on that day. Oh, oh yeah, I can, I can do both on that day if you want. I remember Tom Schrader, who started Redemption Gilbert, talking about 
um, one year when the Suns were in the NBA Finals, and they were meetings on Sunday nights, oh, and there was a guy that had like his own little personal TV <laughs> with like headphones, right? And this is not like back when it was a little phone and AirPods. It was like kind of a, and he's Bulky. like listening to the, watching yeah. the sermon, but watching the game. <laughs> Dedication. I, I like that. I mean, and Tom, I remember Tom said, like, I was just sitting there going like, if I wasn't the pastor, I, there's no way I would come to this church right now. Like, this is so bad. So oh, Super man. Bowl Sunday. Funny. Yeah. We're going to maybe move Super Bowl Saturday. We're going to move it to Saturday. Good That's idea. Luke Simmons sage advice right there. So I do have another, a question. If I really? go out and visit, what, what's your, what's your favorite place to eat that you found out there? Oh, no donut. They got better than both out there. They got a place called what? rainbow donuts, rainbow really? donuts. <laughs> which puts cereal toppings on top of donuts, which two great things combined. And yeah. So donuts are better. Press coffee is good. I'm thinking like food, like some good food. Uh, they what got was that paradise. Place we went, that was good. PV pie and wine. Yeah, that was good. That was good times. Uh, Paradise Burgers, super good. That's up on Bell, I think, in 30 seconds. Mm. Are you aware of that? Yeah. There's um, a really good Mexican place up there, isn't there? Everybody loves Carolinas. I'm not a huge Carolina. I think you're <gasps> a Carolinas fan. I am. I love I Carolinas. It's usually, you know. You like it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the Oaxaca burrito is my favorite. And yeah. cheese and chicken enchiladas over here. See, I'm a carne asada or a California burrito, and I haven't found my jam out there yet. Mascadores okay. is looking. good. There's one out there. Yeah, that's a good one. But that's so. out of here, too. You know what I had for the first time? Tortas? Is that how you say it there, Reese? Yeah. Am I saying That was amazing. So down in Sunny Slope, Little nice. Miss Barbecue in Sunny Slope, mm. really good. We had that at our launch team training last night. So mm. Any other cool things just about the area, stuff that you like to do that you couldn't really do here or? Aubrey, did, we went on a little exploration of Sunny, Sunny Slope is a kind of community that we're partnering with. It's right there. It's, you know, five minutes from us. Um, but it feels like, I don't know if you guys have been to Point Loma. Point Loma is like this tiny little pocket of a community in this big old city called San Diego. Mm-hmm. And it feel it just feels small town, like I said. And the mountains kind of squeeze it all together. I don't yeah. know if I'm describing It yeah. just feels like cozy, like you're in a weighted blanket or something. And, you know, <laughs> it's just you, you don't great. ever have to leave. Um, so we just went on a tour of Sunny Slope. We went to this great coffee shop. What the heck was it called? Uh, I don't remember. It's in Sunny Slope, but it was hardcore Republicans. <laughs> okay. With guns on their hips in this like. In a cool hipster coffee shop? It, wow. No, like I just, it was insane, but it's like, and then right next to this great little Mexican spot. It's like, yeah. those things coexist right next to each other. It's just fascinating. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, wow. what was it called? I don't remember. Okay. But. Well, so hey, man, crazy. we want to have you back um, really? at some point in the spring and get a little yeah. bit of an update. update. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, but in the meantime, we want to be praying for you. So yeah. give us a couple, give us a couple ways to, to pray. And then, um, Alessi, I'll ask if you would pray for Joshua mm. after he shares this. Okay. So. so pray for Aubrey and the boys, mm. just with all the transition with school and all that. Pray for that. Um, pray that our preview services would be church, that it would mm. God would meet us in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want it just to be a practice run void of the spirit, void of God's presence. So pray that these practice church runs would f- be church for us. And it would be just a sweet taste of what's coming down the road, January 10th, when we get going fully. So those would be the two big ones. Great. All right, let's pray. Um, Lord, I just thank you for Josh Watt and his family and for Aubrey and the boys. And we just thank you for um, moving them to North Mountain and that 
um, sweet area. Um, and we just ask that you continue to bless them and provide for them and guide them, lead them. Um, we do pray for Aubrey um, and just this next season of of navigating online schooling and um, the boys and concentration and also still trying to have fun in life um, and just that balance, Lord. We just ask that you give her... Um, peace and um, perseverance um, while also starting a church um, with Josh um, and Lord that their relationship will grow um, and um, be continued to be centered on you um, and that they will have time um, for dates um, and um, time just for each other um, while they're pouring into their boys and this new church um, and Lord we do just pray for North Mountain and these um, practice services and the, these three before January 10th, um, that they will be, um, full of you, um, and your presence, um, Lord, that you will open up the eyes of, um, people who live in that area who maybe haven't experienced church, um, or Jesus or believers, uh, and that you will bring them to their doors, um, and that the launch team, um, We'll continue to uh, just bring people in um, and be Jesus in that community. And it's just so sweet to hear uh, how close and tight knit um, and it is a it is a close city. Um, And so, um, Lord, may North Mountain just be full of your people um, and grow and thrive. Um, And when they walk into coffee shops and restaurants and um, just places around town that that I love that they're running into each other. Um, may they run into people who are not like-minded and, and bring them in um, to your goodness and to your grace. And um, we just uh, thank you for this opportunity um, to be your hands and feet all over the city. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Watt, thanks for joining yeah, us, man. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah. Glad you could be here. You kind of dogged on us a little bit in your send off sermon about all our podcasts <laughs> and everything. And now Just you're now shots. you're part of it. Oh yeah. yeah. So you're now a collaborator. A collaborator. Wow. <laughs> or a conspirator <laughs> in our wow. uh, podcast uh, efforts. So. This is how you conquer things. You bring your you know, the ones that come after you, you bring them into it. Keep your friends close and Watt closer. <laughs> <laughs> so man, yeah, thanks for stopping yeah. by. And um, yeah, everybody, this has been fun. We'll see you later. Yep. Bye.